Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The best thing about the quarterback position these days is that there's really good quarterback play everywhere. There's young guys. This kid is just knocking on the door. And then there's still the veteran guys. What a great throw by Brady! There's a wide spectrum lend to a lot of competitive football. And he is caught. How did he make that happen? When you're in that driver's seat, everybody's looking at you. To the end zone, There's something special about having the opportunity to change the fates of the game. You know, we get one day a week to perform. If you're the quarterback, try to figure out how to win the game. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Yeah, man. The, it's, it reminds you of the frozen tundra. <laughs> the frozen tundra is not fun. Not fun, huh? Nah. Max, you're from, you never warm weather, you know. You never stood outside for four hours in minus temperatures in the stands. Nope. And, and Without enough clothing on. Nope. <laughs> no, no, that's not Jay. No, it's not who I am at all. Yo, Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, ESPN Radio. By the way, we're presented by Progressive Insurance and KJM Nation. You can join the show on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can listen to us on the app. Click on the app. More on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to listen live. Boom. We're on ESPN, too. You know all that. Um, and by the way, Keyshawn, J. Willemax, we're coming to you live from above the Heineken River deck at Yay. Pier 17. Jay, what you bring up, nope, nope. You had the option to play basketball. Oh, Anyone no. who can play basketball does, oh, right? I, I, like, you play I, football if you can't play basketball at a certain level. Otherwise, why wouldn't you want to play basketball? Oh, I wanted to play football at first until I kept getting stiff-armed by my cousin, David Tyree, and I was like, I don't think this sport is for me. <laughs> yeah, David Tyree, your cousin. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really like this. I wonder if there are good genes in that family. Yeah, it runs deep. Um, I mean, Key, isn't that right? Basically, if you, can't, if you think you're really going to play at a high level in the NBA, why wouldn't you do that? No, you, you know what ha- doesn't happen in the NBA? And you got knocked out by a shack elbow, right? But you never sit there with your thumbs like this, like yeah. Tua Tugavailoa last night. It's not. It's not the same kind of danger in the NBA. Yeah, no. It. It. it you could get. <clears throat> you can get hit. They're not protected in the NBA. And, and if somebody, I don't care if it's Shaq or anybody, it could be a same size guard as Jay coming down on his head with an mm-hmm. elbow in force. I mean, not protected. Like even a tiny guard could do that. To <laughs> that's what he kind a of tiny suggested. powerful. That's guard. not what I said. I just said the I guy know. I keep, you were on the same page. That's I, Max I didn't Stern say. Pop. I didn't say anything remotely close to the guy being small. I don't. You know, strong. Yeah. Which guy? It's not the size. Guys. Jay. Jay. Okay. So you asked the initial question about playing a sport <laughs> in picking and choosing. Many people thought I was going to play baseball because I was good at baseball mm-hmm. growing up. You know, the the, the heroes in, in our town, or so to speak, city was the Daryl Strawberries, the Chili Davises, the Eric Davises, the Chris Eric Browns Davis. of the world. You know, the Murrays of the world. All those guys from L.A. So it was like, oh my God. He could be the next Daryl Strawberry. Look how tall he is, you know, and the whole deal. And then it was the basketball. It was like, okay, I'm going to play hoops. I'm good enough to go to Pepperdine, <laughs> Cal State <laughs> Fullerton. <laughs> but I'm exceptional. I could go to USC, Alabama. Yeah. Baseball, you just don't know. It's a long road to see well, who's going to make it. wait, hold on. When you got rabbit ears in your pockets, which means your pockets are empty and they come out like rabbit ears. Or you broke as a bag of glass, you look at baseball and you go, huh, I can ride a bus to every single game in small towns and make $200 a game and eat McDonald's 
for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or I could get a good education and use it for basketball and get, you know, call basketball games on ESPN 9. Or I could go to college and dominate college football and become something good, hopefully, and get a free education. I'm going to pick football. Never thinking the violence of the game, nothing like that. It was the easiest path. But if you to were victory. if you were Jay <laughs> Will in basketball, you'd have chosen basketball, right? If you were, but I was J- never going to be Jay Will. But if in basketball. you were, if you were, and you had the option of like if you're Allen Iverson, you could play your number one in football, number one in basketball. Who not choosing basketball? Long career, but guaranteed see, was, money, see, if, no the, violence. The interesting thing about me, if or I was violence. if I was Jay or Allen Iverson in basketball, I was still going to be Keyshawn in football. Yeah, because AI was good. In football, too. Yeah, it was nasty. So now there's a choice to be made. That's what I'm saying. Is do it really, I, Do I you choose basketball. continue to try and do both? Uh-huh. But see, uh-huh. that's my personality. But, so, yeah. I, so Dion, yeah. A, a guy that played at North Carolina that eventually played for the Raiders, Ronald Curry, tried to do both. It's just it's so hard because the bulk that you have to have in football because of the physicality of it is so different than the kind of wiring that you need physically for basketball. In, in, Julius Peppers tried to do both at North Carolina. Different. His body but, and frame were just built for football differently than basketball. What's his name? But, the tight end who went to Seattle. Um, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. But, yeah. Ba- power forward, yeah. But in baske- ba- basketball is just like tennis and golf. In football, I can go away and come back and, st- and, and take a year, two, three, four years off and come back and still do mm-hmm. some stuff. Mm-hmm. In basketball, tennis and golf, they're individual sports, essentially, that you is 24 hours, seven days training and this and that. And this. It's not like that in football. Yeah. You, you can't be the best in basketball messing around and training three days a week. Them dudes be in the gym shooting all night Thousands long. It's, it's just a different, it's a different sport. Key, can I tell you? So my only thing of always has been about football, and we've had conversations about this in my house because family members have played football at a very high level. I've always been concerned because uh, – and, and I get – Big business always works this way. At the end of the day, there's a bottom line. And if you're not going to be the guy, they will bring in another guy, and there will be a guy after him and a guy after him. That's just the way it is. Too much money on the line. It's just never felt to me, even with all these concussion protocols that the NFL's had, that they never really truly care about the players, man. Mm. Like it, 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 Because if you cared about the players, after watching last Sunday Tua get knocked and his neck snapped back on the ground, and even though he came out and said it was his back, there's no way I'm never letting I'm not letting that guy play in that game in particular. You're not playing in that game, and then yeah. I'm still worried about you in the following hey, game. You know why though? Though it's not yeah, unique. Not to, that game it's, it's not unique. unique to football, guys. It's the nature of business. The nature yeah, of business you. is not moral or immoral. It's amoral. It has nothing to do with morality. The job of a business, the the thing it does, is make money. That's what it's trying to do. The reason you need government oversight. The reason you need, you know, things like that is because you need to control the behavior of business at times well, because it is amoral and therefore it can cause damage well, Max, to people. Max, here's the problem sometimes with the athlete. You're talking about the corporation aspect of the business. I'm talking about athlete. I look at the business too. Think about Tua for a second. So everybody's saying that he can't do it. Everybody's saying that he's not the guy, right? Think about the journey of what he went through with Brian Flores and everything that's happened with this team. He's playing essentially for a contract. So for him, in his mind... I can't take myself out of this game. I have to find a way. Not saying he does it maliciously or even thinking about it, but Andrew Whitworth talked about it last night post game. Players find ways 
to game the system, to manipulate. By the way, we're talking to about Tua Tungavailoa now with the conversation led to naturally, which is the big story today. Tua Tungavailoa, the Dolphins quarterback, who's having leading the league in QBR going into last night's game, however, looked to a person who has lived on earth and has eyes like he had some neurological event occur when he was sacked last week. And that wasn't even a week. It was Sunday. This is Thursday. So they had a short week. Usually a football player has a week to rest. This was only four days, almost like not much more than half the time. He got up from being sacked and he stumbles in a way that looks like his legs just go and then he recovers himself. He claimed it was a back injury. Key points out back may have been hurting, but that's not what we all saw. What we all saw was clearly something neurological. Yeah, we all hit, inferred that. When you snap back, you're going to hit your head. Your back is part of your entire body. That's going to land, too. So you can always in, focus in on the, that if you want. And the doctors yeah. or whoever, the medical staff, they, ha- they have to know. They have to be smart enough you, to know that. So, so, what, so I just want to like contextualize for people. So, so then last night, two was in the game. It's, it's a competitive game. Again, he's sacked. And this time, as soon as he hits his, his Head bounces off the turf, back of the head off the turf. I see it in boxing. Back of the head hits the canvas hard. His, his hands freeze up in a weird position that yeah. tells you there's another neurological event that just took place. I just wanted to contextualize what you're talking about here. No, but like my point is that the NFL should protect players from themselves. If There's a history that we're wired to game the system or manipulate it to get back in the game, right? Because we always want to play. What systems are in place to say, no, you're not allowed to play? Like, I just, I mean, we'll talk about it coming back from break. I'm angry about it, though. It's frustrating. All right, we're going to roll with this, plus which underdogs will win this week. We're going to answer that coming up, too. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, KJM Nation. You can join the show on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It is time to play real or not real, as you can plainly hear. Underdogs who will win this week. Pat Costello, take it away. Guys, the Ravens are three-point underdogs. So real or not real, the Ravens will beat the Bills. Real. I think it's real. I think it's 100% real. Lamar Jackson's been on fire, and, and so has Josh Allen. Josh Allen ran into a little bit of an issue against the Miami Dolphins, but I, I think he ba- bounces back. They got to get uh, Knox the tight end involved. Davis is, may not be in the lineup, so we'll see. But I think Lamar and that young nucleus of wide receivers is coming to the party. Yeah, I'll say not real. I know that, that secondary is depleted for the Bills, but just the way that Josh Allen let that game out of his hands against the Miami Dolphins, a couple of passes down the, down the stretch that he didn't complete, I, I think it's going to be a bounce-back game, not only for Josh Allen, but also for that defense against the leading MVP candidate right now, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think it is real. I think that, and you know I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes guy, when Lamar Jackson's been healthy, not just this year, but also last year, he's been the best football player in the world. That includes everybody. Right now, he's the best football player in the world. I don't think it's particularly close. I think he's on his own tier, and then you can talk about everyone else. What he has done this so far this year has been ridiculous because, Jay, he ain't got anybody with him. He doesn't have a team with him. Josh Allen statistically is right there. but yeah, he, first of all, first right of all eyeball test says Lamar MD? so far. I, I, I numbers agree with you. say I said Lamar. That he has a lead, but it's not. Num- I, but numbers say Lamar, and he's not working you, with anything. You make it feel like there is this major gap between him and Josh Allen. Not, it's not major. But it's decisive. It's decisive. In other words, it's you're right. Big, I should have overstated. It's decisive. It's a big gap. It's a big gap. It's a big gap, Jay. You got one guy with a lights out defense. You got another guy that's and a basically great taking a, st- and a great receiver. You got one dude basically taking a stadium and putting it on his back when everybody knows, everybody in the stadium knows, number eight has the football. What are we going to do? And so, they can't, so do, they can't anything. do anything. If Josh it. Allen comes close to rushing yards, close, maybe somewhat yeah. close, but those are 6,000 yards. He's on pace for 5,700. You're right. And Come by on, the way, man. it's going to be an historically great season. Come on, man. But, and he's but trucking people be, differently. Lamar, Jackson, Jackson, it'll Lamar be, Jackson's it'll on pace be, for 68 well, touchdowns. Well, it'll, be historically, it'll be historically a great season. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you remember a couple weeks Remember last week or before they lost when I was saying, hey, could the Bills go undefeated? And we knew it was ridiculous and everything, but they're playing at that level where you're like, oh, could they do it? But I looked at the schedule and thought, on the other hand, they might lose their next three games. It's and, possible. And the thing about so, Lamar, if Lamar doesn't lose to Miami, we're not even having a conversation about yeah. anybody. I hear you, but, I mean, look, I, I, I'm tired of living in these hypothetical words, No, Keith. but it's, like, it's the reality like, of it. Yeah, yes, what tired you? What you, change, you about it? You change your mind. The, yes, but, Keith, the reality of it is that they lost. Yeah, but they that, lost. that will make your mind – Go in a different direction because of the loss. No, no, but no. When you're looking at the no, individual player, no, it's not. He's by Jay, far the best no, Why are you tired I, out by these hypotheticals? <laughs> Why are you so sleepy? It's not. I have Lamar right now with the lead, but I think this game, considering what happened to the secondary for the Bills, like would it's you a agree? It's decisive. Look, look. I, I would rephrase. Swing back in Josh Allen's direction if they win. Mm-hmm. How they win, though, how it looks. How it, yeah, how if they win, because I'm assuming if they win, it's because of him. Lamar, look, he's and, facing and, a better defense. And it swings in his direction, right? If he wins and he plays well, but it also depends on what the guy in Tampa Bay in Kansas City does. Yeah. Because if he goes off, 
Don't then let Patrick Mahomes be, throw for four touchdowns. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Something yeah. like that. It'll yeah. swing that way. But you know what? Lamar throws for two, runs one in. They beat the Bills. He's got – I mean, I'll rephrase. Not, it's not that it's by far. It's that it's decisive. In I, other words, yeah, like okay. I'm – it's a close round, right? But one guy definitely won. I'm fine Lamar's winning. I'm on yeah. the same okay, page fine, with that. Fine, fine. All right. What all else right, we got, Pat? All, right. all right. Real or all not right. real, Washington, the three-point underdogs, will beat Dallas. Real or not real? Not real. Cooper is on a rush right now. Oh, you see how oh, I did that? Oh, I, think, I do. <laughs> no, I, they, it's, it's, it's not real. Cooper Rush has is, is found a little groove, you know, taking care of business against Cincinnati, the Giants, and now the next one is the Washington Commanders. Like nine names. Uh, and, and the running game is there. Yes. CeeDee Lamb seems like he wants to play a little football. Mm. I, you know, I know it's a rival or whatnot, but Washington and Carson Wentz are not going to beat the Cowboys. Mm. I mean, look, man, we've seen how good – this cowboy defense is. Oh, I forgot about them. Correct, mm-hmm. right? Probably best one. Probably pass best rush. in the league. Probably pass best rush. pass rush. Yeah, yeah. So Carson Wentz last two games, he's been sacked fourteen times. Fourteen times in the last two You're games. Saying they're going to add to that total. Yeah, it's going to add to that total. <laughs> Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, they're going to have fun with this game. And at the end of the day, I think that key you go back to that running game for the Cowboys with Tony Pollard with Ezekiel Elliott. If they do it on the ground, like that's the formula. For the Cowboys to win games. Don't let Cooper run. I think I agree with you guys. Don't let him win this game and then beat the Rams. Because what if he beats the Rams? And then let me ask you this. What if then Dak is like on the the, – But let's say he doesn't. It's right on the border, right? Unless you decide to give him more time. Oh, oh, oh. oh. But if he beats the Rams – and then for some reason, Dak. What if he beats the Rams and the Eagles? Well, that's well, well, it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. If he, Dak's if, get, hold on, Max. I'm going. If, if he beats the Rams, mm-hmm. you trying to bring Dak back nope. for his first game Absolutely. against the nope. Eagles? No, nope. I'm not. I'm, I'm staying with the high whenever, whenever he's ready to go, he'll be underneath the center because of the money. Would you play him? Football mind key. Would you play? I would start him after the Eagles game key. I would. I would play him but I also would reduce look, his responsibility. Look, Detroit-Chicago, I would rather play him in that stretch. If they win against the Rams, I will let Cooper Rush have a shot against well, my, him. Right, and my point is if he won that game, why are you taking him out after that? That's I, I'm leaving him until he loses. Because yeah, cause the ceiling is higher for me with my team with Dak, more so than Cooper Rush. Remember what I told you. <laughs> I'm on a roll. roll. No, but you okay, just I, reduced I, his responsibility. That's all. Don't feel like you have to have him do everything because we gave him a bunch of money. You just reduce it. it. Whatever you're doing with Cooper Rush, you implement that into the Dak Prescott plan. I don't know, Max. You're starting to talk me into that. Mm. I'm so, not saying long term, but I'm just I'm saying just, for, I'm that, staying, for that stint right there, I don't. Not going to happen. Yeah, if I got All a, right, if Pat, I got a pitcher in the game, he's getting everyone out, and the pitch count's okay. He's staying in until he gives up a hit, man. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? If the, if the Cooper Rush pitch, pitch count low, he's okay. He's winning and winning. Ah, Go, go ahead, Pat. Chicago is three-point underdogs. We're playing real or not real underdogs. Real. will win this week. Chicago, three-point underdogs against New York. Real, real or not real, Chicago will win. Real. I think they win this game. It's going to upset Max and Jay, and they're going to scream and holler and complain Arr. and talk about the Giants and Gettleman's fault and all that. But I think, you know, <laughs> Chicago building. Chicago's a team that they're trying to find their way, just like the Giants. We're building. They're, 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 you know, they're trying to find their way. But I think because the quarterback is a little more dynamic than Daniel Jones, although they do have Saquon Barkley, I just feel like Chicago should win this game. Is Justin Fields more dynamic? 
I, I, the ceiling for Justin Fields is higher, in my opinion, than Daniel Jones. Well, Great. dynamic, like, dynamic to me, like athletically, the way you move, the way you create. I, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I kind of feel Daniel like Jones fast. Daniel, this, this <laughs> How might, many times you gonna say he fast? He's fast. He just doesn't like, look athletic when he runs, like like athletic. Josh Allen. I mean, I, I agree. Like, like feels Hurts. like Justin Fields has a little bit more uh, to him, right? Yeah. A little bit more yeah, swag to it, where it looks different. But I, I don't know. if It's more dynamic. So I, I, I look. I, I think the defense is gonna step up for the Giants. It's at home. You can't lose. Back-to-back games at MetLife Stadium, man. You can't do it. You know, there's something about Justin Fields. I just said about Cooper Rush. The dude, whatever it is, he's been able to win even when he's played poorly. There's something yeah. about I, – I, like, I like guys who the team responds to, right? But he is not nearly as advanced in his career as Daniel Jones. Right now, Daniel Jones a better quarterback technically, right, than, than Justin Fields. He, can, he goes through his progressions. I would, I, he would hit, let, hit. I would let you get away with that. Yeah, right now. I mean, yeah. he's been in the league longer. And, and, but at any still, rate. to me, Justin Fields is still more dynamic because he can pull the ball down, he can do-do, and then he, all of a sudden he might just throw it. And yeah. That's more dynamic to me. I, I, listen, I, I wanted the Giants to draft Justin Fields because I thought he had a better upside mm-hmm. than, than, than Daniel but Jones. But he's got a lot of stuff he needs to clean up, and he'll get there. But I think he'll start. This week against the Giants. I like the Giants to win this game. I like, well, guys, yeah, I like that, the Giants to win this game. The front seven hand, uh, handles David Montgomery on that run game because that's what they're going to do. Yep. Just pound the ground, man, all day long. Yeah, two of my favorite teams. This sucks. <sighs> all right, two more quick ones here, fellas. Uh, the Raiders. Two teams in his top ten of favorite teams, uh, Pat. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you can make a lot of money on fading your favorite oh, yeah, I teams, forget, too. I forget who Don't I'm talking get it twisted. to. Professional gambler. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Las Vegas, two-and-a-half-point underdogs against Denver. Real or not real, Las Vegas will beat Denver. Where's the game? I think it's in Las Vegas, right? I think it is in it's Las in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, they're due, they man. Home. They're due. It feels like they're due. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Raiders are going to beat Yes. The Denver Broncos, because they are due. It's about time. Look, the, the door is open for Josh McDaniels. Everybody's looking at him now, trying to figure out what is this? Who is this? Social media trending, ex-players uh, biting at him about his behavior when he was in Denver. He's 0-3. A lot of that falls on the coach. He's got to win this game to quiet the noise. Derek Carr, it's time. Josh Jacobs, we always talk about it in a contract year. It's time. And Devontae Adams and that wide receiving core, Rimfo, you talk about Waller. They have all the pieces. This is a must-win game for them at home. I would take this spread in this occasion. Me too, but may I say something here? Yes, you may say something. Josh McDaniels, I don't blame you. I, br- I blame Mike McDaniel. But much like Terrell Owens, there's no such name as Terrell. It's Terrell, right? Like, like, what's going on with the McDaniel McDaniels? Can we all just, the two of them get together and all the McDaniel easy. McDaniels in the world get it's together easy. and decide, are we pluralizing or not? Is there an essence? Is it McDaniel or McDaniels? Because I don't blame Josh for this because usually you think McDaniels. I blame Mike. Mike McDaniel. You've ruined this for me now. I'm, I'm always thinking, wait, is it McDaniel? Which McDaniel am I? Is, did I put an S? That's my basic comment on that game. I think the Raiders are due. They're going to win. All right. It's a great stretch. <laughs> it's incredible. Last one, uh, New Orleans is two-and-a-half-point underdogs against Minnesota. Real or not real? Key. Key, take it away. Take it away. Uh, you know, Pat, it looks real close here. Uh, is this something you're not telling me? Have things changed since yesterday? I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings in this yes. one. Yes. I think the New Orleans Saints, are, my book again. New, New Orleans Saints are a little bit banged up. Um, Michael Thomas hadn't practiced much this week. Jameis Winston, same sort of thing. Landry, same sort of thing. I think they're going to be shorthanded in this particular game. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. Mm. <laughs> Smelling something I don't like here. What? What's it's, that? It's key. Uh-oh. It's key playing that role, reverse jinxing it. Oh. Because, you know, it's, it's giving mean- me – now he's giving me too much. He, oh, well, Michael What Thomas, you got on this game, Jay? When have you ever heard Key give up info about his nephew? Well, I'm just saying, it's out there in the public. You don't want to be wrong. But the report is he hadn't practiced in a couple because of days. Because nepotism is real. And he, you have he a twinkle said he in your hadn't practiced in a couple of days. You would never, just, you would never then I'm reiterate off, it. I'm going off on research. See? Our I research is happening to you, Jay. Know. Let me just say what I think is happening. Yes. I see this with my daughters, okay? My daughter, Esther, who's older, will, will poke at Sammy, who's younger than her, a lot. And eventually, Sam gets very suspicious of anything Esther does. I think what's happening right now is some kind of post-traumatic thing for Jay with Key. Key is poking him so much that Jay now doesn't trust anything Key says. Just when it see what you've done, Key? You see what you've done to this man? Saints. Him doing what? You've just always given him a little something. And no, now no, it's, not, it's just when it comes to the Saints. No. He's like I'm not sure whether I believe He's it or like not. He's like that little dog that's always barking at your heels. A little tiny dog? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Little dog on the big boat. Yeah. Mm. Right. On a big boat? I never heard that one before. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, there you go. Think about it. So... Uh, Pat, it looks like they're going to score here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is? <laughs> okay, so here's one for you. It goes, well, Jim, it looks like they're going to – I think they're going to kick a field goal here, Jim. I don't know. It's your Romo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once Tony, you say Jim, Tony, it gives it away. All right. Tony's going to kill me. <laughs> A scary incident, so we have to stop having fun now for a second because there is a serious uh, situation. Again, i got to make a hard turn, so we all do, Jay. That's right. A scary incident during Thursday Night Football. Look, we we saw it with Tua. We're going to get into it. More on that. Tua sustained neck and head injuries after being sacked. He remained down for nearly 10 minutes before being stabilized, removed via a stretcher. I've seen a lot in my 12-year career. It shakes you up a little bit. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Stefania Bell, ESPN Injury Analyst, is with us now. Of course, let's set it up in case you missed the Sports Center and miss what we've been talking about so far. Far good morning, Stefania, first of all. Uh, good morning, Max. So uh, Tua Tagovailoa was sacked uh, five days ago now, last Sunday. Um, gets up. And walks, and like a fighter who's been hit and has a delayed reaction, his whole body kind of does a wiggle, his knees buckle, and he catches himself. Everyone watching assumed, inferred from this, that a neurological event had taken place that affected his motor skills, right? But he said, and the team, everyone said, well, no, it was a back injury. Keyshawn Johnson points out, yeah, you could also hurt your back on a play and focus on that instead of the neurological damage, right? Everyone was concerned going in, like it was a topic of conversation on short rest into the Thursday game. Four days later, what's going to happen? Sure enough, he's sacked. His head bounces, the back of the head bounces off the turf, and his fingers freeze up in a way I've seen boxers' hands sometimes freeze when they're concussed. Um, Can you explain what you saw, Stefania Bell, when Tua went down last night? Yeah, I think you're right, Max. The most dramatic thing, when he hit the ground, we saw his arms go up towards his head with his fingers splayed, and that rigid posturing is typical of a concussive event. 
and it indicates a brain or uh, spinal cord injury. So the, all the steps that Im- you immediately saw, the medical personnel comes to the field, Tua is being evaluated first, then carefully transferred to a spine board and a stretcher, taken by EMS services immediately. He was taken to University of Cincinnati Hospital Center. And then when he gets to the hospital center, there's more clinical evaluation. There's imaging testing, x-ray, CAT scan, MRI. Uh, Consultation with specialists if warranted, maybe a neurosurgeon, spine surgeon, internal medicine, whatever is warranted. And through all of that process... They arrive at the conclusion of whether there's something that requires him to stay overnight or whether he is safe to be discharged and travel home. And and the latter is what was determined to be the case. So Tua, diagnosed with a concussion, returned home with the Dolphins. Stefania, based on what happened four or five days ago, like Max said, in the Buffalo Bills game, a short week, what protocols, if all, if any at all, are put into place to continue to evaluate a concussion situation from a previous week? Yeah, that's actually a really great question, Keyshawn, because it's a little confusing with even the wording protocol, right? So there's two. There's the concussion game day protocol, which if there is an event that triggers a concussion evaluation, there's a protocol that needs to be followed. And then there is... The concussion protocol, if a player is diagnosed with a concussion, that they then follow in order to be eligible to return to play. So starting with the game day protocol and what happened last Sunday, the game day protocol has some steps, right? And a player goes down, like you mentioned, he can be, um, he, he when he exhibits symptoms or signs that suggest a head injury, then that protocol is triggered. It can be the medical personnel. It can be someone who's up in the booth spotting. It can be even a referee uh, or a member of the NFL team personnel. And then the medical staff comes to the field. They remove the player. Uh, Sometimes they take them to the blue sideline tent for an initial evaluation, sort of a cursory evaluation. In this case, uh, they took him directly to the locker room where they could do a full and complete neurological exam. So the expectation is that once back in the locker room, they do all of the things, which include interviewing the player, a number of questions, neurological screen, motor testing, etc. And then they arrive at their determination of whether there was indeed a concussion suffered or not. And based on what they conclude, they can then determine if that player is eligible to return to play. We saw what happened. He returned to play. I will say that even any player who has been evaluated for a potential head injury, it's not over after that evaluation. They are monitored throughout the game. If they go out on the field, they come back to the sideline. There are follow-up questions being asked to make sure that they haven't begun to develop symptoms. They're interviewed after the game. There's follow-up testing the next day. And that's even for people who are cleared of a concussion. So, You're asking a great question, which is they do follow up with them, even if it's not determined that they were diagnosed with a concussion, to make sure that they didn't have symptoms that developed later on. Apparently, that was the case based on the Dolphins report. Uh, He was being treated for back and ankle injuries. And then we get to Thursday, and then we saw this additional event. Stefania Bell, ESPN injury analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Stefania, so what's next as it relates to the concussion protocol for Tua? 
So now he goes through that concussion protocol that I mentioned where once you're diagnosed, there are steps in order to be able to return. So the main thing initially is a lot of monitoring and rest, making sure that uh, his symptoms are trending upward and and not increasing. Uh, And then there are two aspects, really, to the uh, return to activity, if you will. One is physical, and that is a series of graded steps, right? You begin activity tolerance, uh, just daily activities, see how you do. Are you triggering any symptoms? That gets progressed to light cardiovascular work. You know, as the blood flow gets going, as you stimulate the cardiovascular system, that pushes more blood through the brain. So sometimes that will uh, trigger additional symptoms. So they're monitoring for things like that. If they're clear with light cardiovascular activity, they move into some light strengthening and basic football type exercise. And as they move through that, and if they tolerate all that, then they'll ultimately be cleared to return to drills, team drills. And the last phase is return to contact. And before a player can return to play, from the physical side, they have to be cleared by the independent neurological consultant who is somebody who is not affiliated with the team but is in the area of the home team, and they have to sign off before the player can be cleared to return to game action. But there's also the neurocognitive or brain processing aspect. All players have baseline neurocognitive data. After an event like this, they have to repeat those tests, and the numbers have to return to baseline. Uh, there, there's a there's a range that's essentially acceptable in terms of returning a player to baseline after an event like this. So from the brain processing side, as well as the physical activity side, those things are are closely evaluated as the player is returning. Thank you, Stefania. As always, that's Stefania Bell, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN injury analyst. Thanks, Stefania. Thank you, sir. The, um, I mean, listen, guys, we were talking about it earlier. The NFL is a business. It's like it's like when people say, "Oh, they don't really care about the players." It's like getting mad at a shark for eating some, or a tiger for eating a, a you know a deer or something. That's what they the the business makes money. That's its nature. Its nature is not moral or immoral. It's nature. Therefore, concerned people who think yes, but the nature of your business can cause damage, have oversight. The the NFLPA says yes, we're engaged in this business, but we'd like to protect our players, for example. And so now, I you would think, key, there's going to be major pushback. Oh, NFLPA certainly, the, the legal side of that the open investigation review of last week, right, Max? And and it's going to continue based on last night to find out exactly what took place. We're going to continue this discussion all morning. More Keyshawn J. Will and Max next. Tua sustained neck and head injuries after being sacked. He remained down for nearly 10 minutes before being stabilized, removed via a stretcher. I've seen a lot in my 12-year career. It shakes you up a little bit. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on the ESPN app. We're on ESPN News. We're on your smart speakers. You can download the podcast. KJM Nation, you can join the show on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And we are joined now, Key, Jay, yeah. hey, hey. by, he's an alum of a school you may be familiar with. Yeah. Key, Drake London, Falcons wide receiver joins The jacket us. he's wearing, you mean? That's, yeah. That's cool. Key's wearing. Yeah. Where's Drake? Hello. What's up, Drake? What's up, Drake? What's up? How are you guys doing? Man, good, we man. good. Not as good as you so far. <laughs> So, what, what's the transition been like to the uh, to the NFL? Um, overall, it's been fun. I mean, it's had its challenges, and it's still going to have its challenges. Um, but right now, just navigating my way through, and uh, I think I'm doing a decent job at that. You, are you having fun, man, in the NFL? Are you enjoying what the league is all about? Oh, yeah, I'm loving it. Um, again, this has been a dream since I was little, probably like every other kid. Um, so to be in it, to be fully immersed in it is, uh, something special and I'm just happy to be there. What's, what's the biggest difference though, from your college days at USC to now being in the pros and in Atlanta and, and all those sort of things? Um, I would probably say the biggest thing for me would be the mental aspect of the game. Everybody plays faster because they're smarter. Um, it's not the talent that gets you by when you're in the league. It's uh, being able to be a pro's pro and just be smart on the field. Um, so that's the biggest difference to me. But Atlanta overall, um, the club team, everybody's been treating me well, so I love it. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting comment. Everyone is faster because they're smarter. Oh, yeah. You because know, they're, you always think it's just physical fast twitchies. No, no. At the be, next level, they're mm-hmm. smarter. you got to be smart. If you're not smart, as I always tell you, Max, things, bad things could happen to you. Now, Drake, we've been having this conversation, and you were a, a, a nice basketball player that had opportunity to play at USC and maybe other universities or whatnot. What 
went into the decision to stick with football rather than try and chase a hoops dream? Um, it, it just kind of how the dominoes fell at the time, you know. Um, I went in uh, 2019 to go try to play both, um, accomplished that, and then 2020 hit with COVID, you know. Um, so it was already hard to do that when life was normal. And when COVID hit, it was a little tough to do that. So I just put it in God's hands, and it worked. It, so it worked out to be football at the end of the day. So I just left it up to the man above. Drake, so you know, playing playing hoops my whole life, and you know, playing stints at football from a weightlifting perspective, man. Like, do you feel like one aspect of weightlifting for the game of football took away from other aspects of the game of basketball? Um, yeah, it definitely had its its differences. I mean, when I was playing in high school, I literally dropped probably about ten to fifteen pounds when I was playing basketball, just because of the style of play that I play with, you know. Um, and vice versa for for football. Mm. Um, so there is definitely a difference. So talk to me about Hotlander right now, man. I mean, obviously you guys have been extremely competitive. Uh, you're, you're one and two, but you've been in every single game. What? How do you feel about where the team is right now and where you guys want to go? I feel great. Um, I think that everybody knows in in this building that we could easily be three and zero right now. Um, a lot of self-inflicted wounds uh, that we're trying to clean up. And once we get those cleaned up, I think we're going to get the ball rolling. Outside of the smartness and in, in the brain that you have, what is it that you think so far that you need to work on to become that dominant professional wide receiver unlike college? Man, everything. I got a lot to work on, um, and that's what I'm so excited for. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, and um, I'm excited for the years to come, so I'll have to say everything. It does seem like you mentioned it um, just now. It does seem like you guys are in every game now. For a team that was seen as rebuilding, bridge quarterback, what are you going to do? They're maybe not very good. When you got there, is that what you were expecting? Like, what kind of expectations did you come in with to Atlanta, and and what is the reality then? I came in with the expectation that we're going to win every game. I mean, that's what you should come in, the expectation you should come in with because, I mean, we're all competitors. Um, But, I mean, the reality has been that we've been in every game, um, and, again, it's been self-inflicted wounds, so we just got to clean those things up. Drake, so my, my rookie year in the league, I had a couple of moments where I played against some cats. Or, you know, as much as I was competitive and I wanted to win those games, you're like, damn, I'm playing against Kobe Bryant. Or, damn, I'm playing against <laughs> Allen Iverson. Or, wow, you know, I just, I mean, that's, that's literally like Chauncey Billups. Have you had any of those moments earlier in the season? And if you had, how did you work through that to get to the point where it's like, all right, screw that, I'm here to win this damn game? Yeah, I think that's pretty much every game. There's somebody out there on the field that I've been watching since they were in high school or I watched in college. Like who, Drake? Um, like who's, who's an example of that? I would say like Tyron, Tyron Matthew, uh, Lattimore. I've been watching him in the league. Um, who else? We got Jalen Ramsey. You got Wagner. Um, I mean, I saw I get I got to saw DK play. I got to uh, play against uh, some great defenses. You know. Yeah. So I think. For me personally, it's just go out there. It's another football game at the end of the day. Um, it's my job now, so it's something that I got to do, and I'm going to do it with full effort. Yeah, I, I think you you think about Drake London, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, former USC Trojan, joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will. 
in Max. But I would say, though, Drake, though, having been playing the NFL myself and, and been a rookie and the whole deal, the game is going to come to you. It'll slow down. And as it slows down, them Jalen Ramseys and all them dudes, you're going to be eating soup off the top of their head. It's just <laughs> that it's the reality of it. Right now, things, you know, things are moving really fast. And I think when I came into the league, I was, you know, walking on the eggshells my rookie year. But by the time I got to my second year and I realized exactly what I needed to do, everything else was just a cakewalk. It was so easy. Running routes was so easy. Route recognition, I mean, uh, uh, defensive recognition was so easy. Plus, Mm -hmm. my coaches worked with me after practice, doing practice. I would come in on off days just doing the little things to become – what I became in the National Football League. So you got a big future ahead of you. Just got a, the small little details. Thank you, thank you. And he's a Trojan, by the way. What That's do you think right. about what? What do you think about what uh, Lincoln's done so far over at USC? I love it. Bring them back to the top. That's where they need to be. Yeah, for sure. How do we get your basketball team back there? Uh, think about the basketball team, or. Man, don't 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 buy into. Don't look, Drake. What do you say? He tried to be slick Drake. though. What? You I gotta said, understand. I just said you how gotta you understand. Basketball team back. There. Duke's I, been cheating for years, Drake, and paying players and Zion's not and cheating anymore. Mayo. Not cheating anymore. You know? Andre Mayo. We we are it's a football legal. school. It's legal. It's not cheating no, anymore. No, not NIL, cheating Kenny. anymore. That's right. It's NIL. But they cheated for years. Yeah. You focus on your own school. Well, why are you talking about our basketball I just, school? I was just asking how you get the basketball squad back to the same elite <laughs> level the football squad. Okay. We'll see how elite see, Drake, y'all are see now. See how sensitive coach, he gets, Drake. We'll see how elite they are now, Drake, Drake London, that Coach K is gone. Drake London, ladies and gentlemen. Falcons go. wide receiver, rookie, playing very well right out the gate. Thanks, Drake. Fight right, on. Thank you, guys. Fight on. Man. Tune in to a football doubleheader Sunday as the Colts host the Titans, followed by the Cards at Panthers. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations, Giants, Jets, and Bears. Who has the brightest future? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.